This teaching is brought to you by Christian Family Church International. Welcome back, everybody. Well, it is my joy and privilege to be able to share with you today on the prayer of Jabez. So this, we are in week two of our four-part series on prayer. And this is called the Book of Prayers. And of course, that book is the Bible. And the, really, the Bible talks about the importance of prayer and that Christians spend time in conversation with God. But it just seems to be that if there's one area in the Christian faith or the Christian discipline that Christians seem to struggle with, generally speaking, it seems to be with prayer. You know, it's kind of they don't know what to say and they don't know what to do. And it really seems to be difficult for some. You know, maybe you're suddenly called on to pray in a public setting and, and you kind of freeze up and you start thinking about your King James prayers or maybe your favorite hymn and then you, you kind of run out of material. And, we actually also find it sometimes, you know, with our newlyweds, they, they find the thought of praying aloud in front of each other pretty intimidating and they just kind of feel like they don't know what to do. So really what we want to do through this time is show you a practical dynamic of prayer as we dedicate these 21 days to prayer. Now we have since lockdown, we've been broadcasting our live stream prayers every morning at 8. And just thank you so much for you guys that have been so faithful in joining us. And, and now that we're doing this 21 days of prayer, it's even more focused. You know, people people come into this church and they kind of stand there and they're like, my goodness, is this a church? Family, I want to tell you this, that this church, you may see this beautiful, beautiful venue, but I can assure you that it was built on the praise of the staff and the saints and the leadership. So to God alone be all the glory. When Apostle Thea and Dr. Bev came to Johannesburg to start the church, the very first thing that they did was not get a venue and start preaching. They got an office with no furniture. And Apostle Thea would walk into work in the mornings, okay, and he would sit on the floor and he would pray until the end of the business day, and then he would go home. But I can tell you this, God is faithful and His will started unraveling to the venue and church services and fast forward to where we are today. And this is still the mother church, but family, we've planted over 1,300 churches and 80 Bible colleges, all built on prayer. So today I want to start with our theme verse, which is for the series. And it goes like this, it's in Ephesians 6 and verse, 8, verse 18 starts off, it says, pray in the spirits, okay, that's always a good thing, in every situation. So here's one of the dynamics really that we are trying to teach people through this time is that prayer is not just that thing we do in church. And actually prayer is not even just that thing we do during our quiet time, you know, just in the mornings. And, and then perhaps here's a thought, can you, to go throughout the, the day, just just praying throughout the day, just even if it's one sentence prayer, prayers through the day. You know, just, and here's really what I'd like you to think about is just pray first. Pray first. What I mean by that, before you send your children out to school, just take 30 seconds and pray first. Before you go to work, pray first. Before you do anything, before you open up your emails, pray first. Before you respond to those emails, come on, everybody, you need to do that, right? You may be a lot nicer. So just pray first. You 
I'm sure will even change the, the content of how you are going to respond if you just spend that moment in prayer to God. So let's consider this dynamic. Rather than spend a lot of time in prayer, it might be better for your relationship with God not just to have these long stints of conversation and then just to leave him alone for days or hours, but rather kind of talk to him all day long. And that's really what prayer can be. So pray in every situation. And then the second part, it says, and this is really the kind of verse that kind of generated the series, right? And, and it says this, um, use every kind of prayer and request that there is. Now, now, there are people that will look at this and say, really? <laughs> I didn't even know there were different kinds of prayer. Okay? But the Bible really is very clear that there's different ways that we can pray. Right? Now, unfortunately, most Christians, and maybe even us, we, we tend to sort of have that one way to pray, and we sort of fall back on that all the time. But in this series, series we really want to offer you different ways to, to pray. And so we're taking some prayers from the Bible and patterns of prayer or patterns of getting to God, and we're just using them as models for us. Now, we also, we're so blessed, we've got Apostle Thea's book on how to pray correctly, and really that shows many ways that we can pray, and really the right prayers to pray. And then also we've got the faith series, practical confessions on those subjects. Now, last week, we looked at how to pray. So it wasn't actually a prayer, it was this pattern that they used in the Old Testament to get into the presence of God. Now, if any of you have seen that movie, Raiders of the Lost Ark, okay, you'll remember that there was the Ark of the Covenant and God's glory really, really was shown in the day like a cloud and at night there was this kind of ball of fire that they would see God. Now, in order to get to where God was, they had to pass through these seven stations or these seven pieces of furniture. Now, we don't have to do that anymore in the New Testament, but the principles still apply. And Pastor Johnny just covered that so beautifully last week. And family, I, I really would love that if you missed that message to go back and just watch week number one. But today what I want to do is I want to actually give you a wonderful prayer to pray. And you really can use this prayer literally, I would say, 95% of the time. And sometimes it may just show up in one minute, and sometimes it really may show up in about, you know, like 20 minutes and just unpack it. But I really encourage you, meditate on these thoughts that I give you today, because really allow God to take you beyond that which you can ever imagine for your life. And it's found in the book of First Chronicles, which always makes me laugh, and I kind of got the sense of humor. But really, things are funny to me. And First Chronicles really is, is kind of one of the most difficult books in the Old Old Testament to read because there's really little content in it. It's just this list of genealogies. <clears throat> Excuse me. So it kind of goes like this. You know, this person beget this person, beget this person, beget this person, beget this person, uh, chapter two, beget this person. <laughs> so it carries on, right? So anyway, that's part of your daily reading. You're like, oh, thank Lord, there's a Corinthians coming up and, and a Psalm too. You know what I'm saying? It's tough reading, right? But it's really, really interesting that in all of these begats, and we see this in, in, in 1 Chronicles chapter 4, chapter upon chapter of nothing but begats, right in the middle of 600 names, the Bible puts a pause on the begats. Look at this family. It gives someone an honorable mention. It just pauses and it says, hey, 
there's this guy named Jabez in the begets who was more honorable than his brothers. So we're going to stop and talk about him for a second. His mother named him Jabez, saying, I gave birth to him in pain. The word Jabez, it actually means pain. I mean, can you imagine calling your child pain? Imagine saying, you know, here are our children. I mean, here's, here's Sue and here's Sharon and here's David, and, and that's pain. Imagine the playground dynamics of this poor child, right? You know, look, there's pain. Watch out, pain's coming your way. I mean, I think he had some issues, right? So he grew up with this name. And I mean, his name, as I said, meant pain. And his mother said, I gave birth to him in pain. So whether she had pain through her pregnancy or whether she had serious emotional issues or maybe difficulty in the actual delivery, whatever the the reason that she chose, I just think it's heartbreaking, honestly, to put this label on this poor guy's life. A lot of you guys, you're living by a name right now. You're living and you're walking out the script based on a name that you believe about yourself. I mean, there's just maybe something that's labeled you. Something, maybe that, that name is divorce. And maybe it's bankruptcy. Or maybe you're living out this name of depression. And you've got this name that defines you. And this poor guy's like, man, I get it. <laughs> My name was pain. I was like, like a boy named Sue. It's just not a good name, right? But look at this pain. Pain cried out. Now, now if you are praying and this is a prayer series, and, and, and your name is pain, and you start crying out to the God of Israel, would you not think that pain would talk about his pain? And here's what happens. A lot of the time we spend in our relationship with, our relationship with God is talking about our past and our problems and our pain. I'm not saying that we shouldn't do that, but what I am saying is that maybe there's just something better than that because pain cries out to the God of Israel, not about his pain. Pain decided to cry to the God about his promise. Notice with me, he's starting to get ready to pray. He doesn't mention his pain. He's going to pray. He doesn't mention his past. He prays, hey, God, God, bless me. In some translations, it says, bless me indeed. That's like putting five exclamation marks. Da, 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 da. And for you emoji people, 100, 100, 100, 100. Okay, so that's kind of what that means. This word bless actually doesn't necessarily talk about prosperity. It's not really about giving me stuff, Lord. It's, it's more about putting me things that I know that you have for me. And, I, and I'm asking you to bless me. Watch this. Enlarge my territory. Let your hand be upon me and keep me from harm. And I know if I focus on those promises, I'll be free. I don't have to focus on my pain. I focus on your promise, I will be free from pain. And God goes, oh, that's how you're going to pray? I like that. So he pauses these 600 names and he says, this is the kind of prayer I'm encouraging the rest of you guys to pray. And God granted his request. So family, we're going to look at them now one at a time. And we really, I want to share with you that this is such a, a great way to pray. And, and honestly, you can just pray this in a minute if you want to, or you can really just spend time unpacking this thing. The first phrase again, have a look at this, is, Oh, that you would bless me. 
And he uses this Hebrew word for blessed, which is barak. And it means that God would stoop his greatness and stoop down into my life. And, and he would put something he has into my life. And, and just write this down right. Number one is that we pray for blessing. Look at this. And let me tell you, family, it's way bigger than, than just something that is as short-sighted as materialism. Because God wants to bless you with health. He wants to bless you with ideas. He wants to bless you with favor. I mean, God wants you to have blessing on your life. He wants you to have it. Okay, in fact, the Bible says that he, he's willing to stoop down and make you great. Look at this in Psalm 18, verse 35. He says he's going to stoop down and make you great. I mean, I just love this phrase because, I mean, I look at, you know, here I am, little old me, or even CFC in the big picture of the body, okay? And some of you guys, I want to tell you something. <laughs> you have no idea what we've been through before all of this. I mean, Apostle Theo will tell us that, you know, he was a disco owner and he was a surfer. And, and his greatest ambition in life was to have a suntan in winter. Remember that? But man, he got saved, saved. And he realized, man, this is who you are. You may be pain, or in his case, a surfer, and you are the script that you're living by, but God has something more. And Apostle Theo just started studying the scriptures. And, and he didn't do it alone. I mean, he got all his buddies born again, and he took them on this journey with him because he realized God wants to bless him. So does that mean that we are a prosperity cult? <laughs> no, because watch this. In Genesis chapter 12 and verse 2, it says here, God wants you to have more for a specific reason. And that is that he wants to bless you so you can be a blessing to others. Family, listen to me. God needs you to have more. Not just that you can take more and have more. You know, that's the prosperity teaching. You know, that I, I just have more so I can have more. So I need another car and another house and another two swimming pools. <laughs> and God doesn't mind you having things. But the more, really, it's not for us. You know, the more, is for the, for, the more is for others, family. He can only trust us to get the gospel out. The world's not going to pay for it. So God wants us to be a blessing to the world around us. And he's looking for people not just to give to, but to give through. And honestly, I can tell you, when I started working for this church, I, I really prayed. I said, Lord, I don't want to have to believe every week that we just have enough to cover the needs of the church. And I really asked God, God, help us to, to operate this church debt-free, to owe nothing, so that we can be, do a lot more for others. And, and I can tell you, family, look, it was a struggle. We had to take a journey. But I'm happy to tell you this today. We've been in this building for 13, 14 years, right? And, and we had to buy the land and we had to build this building and, and all the extensions and all the renovations. And then we needed a parking area. We had to buy more land and we had to develop the parking areas. And, and then we, had, we bought the land across the road. And, and I want to tell you this right now. This church, we are completely debt free to God alone be the glory. And we are able to be aggressive in kingdom building. And that's the reason that we can share the word in prisons, that we can feed the hungry, that we can support missionaries, that we can start new churches. Family, we've got, as I said, 1,300 church plants around the world, 80 Bible colleges. I mean, that's wow. People that 
that you do not even know are being touched because of God's blessing on your life. And God wants you to have, listen to me, the same goes for you. It's not just this church. God, stop praying just for your needs. God needs you to have more. He needs you to have more so you can be a blessing. So here's how we pray. Lord, give me more than I need so I don't just take care of me. God, give me more than I need so I can be a blessing to the world around me. Amen, family. So that's the blessing concept. And, and we really, we, we're believing that for this church right now. We declare that this church, we don't have any needs. Our church has tons of vision. I tell you, Apostle Thea spends more time in prayer than anybody I know. And this church never lacks direction. We never lack vision. God wants to bless us. Do you believe that, family? Come on, do you want to bless us? So, okay, if you had it, God answers your prayer. What are you going to do with them more? So it makes sense that he next says, he says, God, if you bless me, I'm also asking you to enlarge my territory. In other words, if I have more, God, I will do more. So number two, what we do is we pray for influence. And that's the reason every day we pray for blessing, we pray for influence. Now I know, family, in my own connection, capacity, I have limitations, I don't know about you. So, so we ask God, God, stretch us. God, take us to places bigger than us. And honestly, I want to ask you to lean in here for a second. I really feel this is critical for your own personal success to realize that God has available to you a life bigger than you. Come on, just, just, just let that sink in for a moment. Some of you, the reason why your life isn't all that is because all your life is is just about you and getting through every day. You never realize that there's more. And if you do, you'll see it motivates you. And really, the happiest people that I know are not those people that, without problems, not many of those around. And the happiest people that I know are the ones that have purpose. We really see life through this lens of, I could be doing more. I could live a life that's beyond me. Sociologists call it transcendent living. And if you really want to be a successful person, successful people don't have more money and less problems. I mean, that's an oxymoron in itself. Successful people have clear purpose. And that's why Paul prayed this prayer. And here's another prayer, by the way, that's really going to help you in Ephesians chapter 1. Just go read it. It's a great, great prayer to pray. He says this, I'm praying for the church that their eyes would be enlightened in order that they may know that they are called in fact. Family, what he says is they may know the hope to which they are called. Right? If you, if you want to find hope, you need to find your calling. Hope and calling are inseparable. If you want hope, you need to know why you're on the planet. And I'm so happy to tell you, growth through today, step two on growth track today, you don't want to miss that. So you can find out your calling. I want to tell you, family, all we do today is just like personality profile. We do a spiritual guest profile because we really believe that God has designed you. And that design points to your destiny. And we would really like to awaken that inside of you. And some of you really, you don't even know why you're on the planet. So don't miss it. So just take the simple lab. It's not even a class. It's just like a lab. You'll fill out some forms and, and it's a lot of fun to do this. So go ahead and just book 10 o'clock today.
because there's hope connected to your calling. Now, let me tell you this. The, actually, the best way to pastor people is really not by counseling rooms, but by purpose. Now, now we thank God that we're quite happy to counsel you. We're happy to talk about your problems and, and all of those things and work through it. But family, we'd much rather that you focus on something bigger than your problems. So, so if you're following this, this is huge, everybody. And that's the reason that JB says, man, I know I've got pain. I am pain, but I am focusing my life on God. And he says, if you will bless me, I will use it to do more. The Apostle Paul says that hope to which he is called. Now watch this, watch this, okay? He says over here that God has riches of his glorious inheritance for the saints. What's that all about? God has an inheritance for me? Yes, and it's all more things. I mean, your inheritance, and some of you really need to write this down, your inheritance is people. Your purpose is people. So if you're on the camera, if you're on the guitar, if you're in the parking lot, if you're leading a small group, if you're feeding people, the goal of all of that is not the function. It's the person on the other side of the function. Your purpose is people. God has a purpose for you. And when you're making a difference in the lives of people, I'll show it to you in the book of Psalms, Psalms 2 verse 8. Look at this. God is talking and he says this, Ask me, I will make the nations your inheritance, the ends of the earth your possession. Can we see that? In other words, I'm going to let you influence people. I'll put a purpose inside of you. God wants to use you to influence people. So when, so when people receive Christ, think about this. They should not really just focus on the fact that their sins have been forgiven, but really they have now entered their life's mission of influencing people with their gifts and talents. And as I said, whether that's in the parking lots or serving in the services. So really it is my prayer today that you would hear this. This is a statement that God has a purpose for your life. And until you find it and do it, you're really just going to be putting out fires and be miserable. So pray every day, God, bless me so I can be a blessing. And here's how we pray the second point. Listen to this. Lord, show me your purpose so that I, my, for my life so I can live a life. Let me say that again. Lord, show me your purpose for my life so I can live a life bigger than my own. Family, and, and that's when we start dreaming big dreams, way beyond ourselves and, and beyond I am pain and whatever that state of mind may be. Dream the, the God's dreams for you, family. And, and really, God wants that for us. And I believe I'm really speaking to somebody today. This is the secret of your happiness. Come on, family, just receive that today, right? So give me more so I can be a blessing, and with it, God used me to influence people. And if you do that, I'm going to be in over my head. So when God gives you influence, it's bigger than you. And, and I can tell you, I feel it right now standing here, man. I know I'm in over my head. I know that what I know is just not enough to do the job that God has given me to do. I know it. And that's not false humility. I, I mean, it's really the truth. Okay, so, so you're looking right now at one of the most desperate for the presence of God people you've ever seen in your life. And that's why we need to pray, right? Because I can tell you right now, none of us here are willing to do this job without God, family. And that's why the next thing that he said, watch this. Okay, if you're going to give me influence, I need your hand 
The hand of God means his power and his presence. So that's the next step, number three. Okay, pray for presence. Okay, what you've asked me to do, God, is too big for me. I need your hand. And we see this also in the book of Acts, chapter 11, verse 21, right? It says the Lord's hand was with them. And a great number of people believed and turned to the Lord only because the Lord's hand was with them. Not because we're a great church, because we serve a great God because of God's hand. I mean, apostles here will tell you the only reason this church is, is because God's hand is upon us. And family, I'm telling you this sincerely. There is not one person here that is willing to do this job without it. Really, and that's why this is a church of prayer, because God is asking us to do stuff that we really don't know how to do. And you better know, the truth is we right now in territory we've never been before. And yes, there are times that we feel like we're in over our heads. And, and you may not know this family, but, but there are many times we stand on the side and the band's playing. We're like, oh God, I'm not going out there without you. I'll only go if you're going to come. Amen. And here's a great verse to pray as well in, in Exodus verse, chapter 33 from verse 15. Okay. It, and really, I encourage parents to pray this over your children every day. Pray this as business leaders. You need to pray this before you go to work every day. Because I can tell you, family, if you try and do something without the hand of God, good luck. It's only going to be as good as you are. But Moses said, if your present does not go with me, I'm not going. In fact, he goes on to say, how will anyone know that you are pleased with me unless you go with us? And here's the thing, I hope that your summation of CFC, okay, the, you guys that have maybe just here for the first time or you're still getting to know us, that you'll look at us and say, well, it's definitely not because of them. And then you, you just fall more in love with God. Amen? Because really, in fact, family, can we just pause for a minute and just raise our hands and just say thank you to the God who made all this happen. Come on, family. It's all God. I'm telling you, this is all God. When Apostle St. Dr. Bev, when they started this ministry 40 years ago, they didn't have a third-year business plan to tell them how to do it. And that's the reason he wanted to start that school at Timothy, so that the church plants from CFC were trained in the basics. And the missions department set up to mentor and assist those, those churches. When Apostle Theon and Dr. Bell left their church, I mean, they, they called them to the front and they prayed for them and waved goodbye, keep warm and well fed now. And that's the reason that they didn't start this church with services. They started it with prayer. And that's, that's what we're going to do. We're going to continue to focus on prayer. So Moses said, how will anyone know that you are pleased with me and, and your people unless you go with us? What, what else? What else could distinguish me from everyone else on the earth unless your presence goes with us? And the Lord said, all right, I'll go. I'll do what you ask. I'll go with you. And so we pray, Lord, bless me. I need more. I need you to give me more so I can be a blessing. And with that blessing, God, enlarge our sphere. I want to live a life that's bigger than me, bigger than what my potential was. I want to live a life that's your potential. But Lord, if I live a life that's bigger than me, I pray this third prayer. Lord, be with me. Because what you call me to do is too big for me. Amen, family. It's a simple prayer. Now, I had to tell you this. But if God shows up with you, 
<laughs> in doing those things that are too big for you, all hell is going to come against you too. And that's why the fourth and final phrase of this prayer was, help me to keep that devil away from me. Keep me from harm. And Jabez prayed for, number four, for protection. Family, so every day we pray for blessing, influence, presence and protection. And sometimes you can really say that for us, Lord, today I pray for blessing, influence, presence and protection. I'll tell you something now, you may not know this, but and I'm not just saying this just to get your sympathy, but I tell you, family, you don't even want to know the attacks that this church has had to overcome. And I know it's just because God is asking us to do more. Right? In fact, you may think that we find this discouraging, but actually we kind of compliment it because let me tell you, when you're not butting heads with the devil, you might just be walking with him. So, you know what I'm saying? Apostle Theo says this, a dog doesn't chase a parked car, right? And some of you people are like, don't talk about those kind of things. I don't want to talk about the devil. I just want to hear about God and his goodness and his grace and his mercy. But the Bible talks about the devil. So if you don't want to talk about the devil, it doesn't make the devil go away. All right, I'm sorry, but you have an enemy. Watch this in 1 Peter 5 verse 8, right? The Bible says he's like a roaring lion. He's seeking whom he may devour. So he's like a lion. That means, family, he's sitting in the cover. You can't even see him, but he's there. And he loves to pounce and he loves to devour. Just because I don't like that kind of teaching doesn't mean he's going to go away. You have an enemy of your soul and don't be naive family we need a fight you've got to use the name of Jesus which every demon has to flee at that name the name of Jesus the church needs to get their confidence back and I tell you when you send your kids out to school in the morning you pray Lord Jesus let your hand be with him and devil I break your power through the authority that I have as a parent and through the name of Jesus and the word of God you get your hands off my children in Jesus name so God I'm asking you to beat back the forces of darkness that if God be for us who can be against us and watch this watch this in Romans 8 nothing will separate me from the love of God not trouble no hardship or persecution or famine or nakedness or danger or the sword not pain pain is not separating me no in all these things I'm not even a conqueror I am more than a conqueror through him who loved us so we pray Lord give us more than we need so we can be a blessing to the world around us and show us our purpose so we can live a life bigger than our own and Lord don't let us do it without you do not let us try and lead CFC in a place that you never intended for us to go we only want to be places that your hand is going to show up and Lord we pray Lord that you strengthen us in and protect us from every attack of the enemy so when I'm in the attack Lord strengthen me but actually rather protect me from having it in the first place so family I encourage you Pray your destiny through those four steps every day. And here's a thought. Okay, we have two choices when we pray. You can either make it all about what you want to talk about, make it all about you, talk about your past and your pain and your problems, or you can choose to talk about what God wants to talk about. And instead of your pain, and I love JB's, because he didn't talk about his pain, but about his promise, his potential, and the power of God in his life. So I'm going to leave you with this thought and, and then I'm just going to pray with you. And I really think where prayer works best is when we're not even thinking about, hey God, I need to get you focused more on me. And, and a lot of times we do that. But really, let us not forget, okay?
here that we're going to pray for blessing, influence, presence and protection that's available to me. And here's how we like to say it. Okay, prayer is not about God moving towards us, but prayer is about us moving towards God, towards what God has for us. So I want to just pray with you right now. And, and I really want to ask you to just receive this. So just close your eyes and just focus on God right now. Family, receive this. God, thank you that you have blessed our church. I ask you that you bless their marriages, bless their children, their health. I ask you, Lord, that you bless them emotionally. I'm asking God that you stoop down and put your hand upon each person in their finances, in their resources, in their ideas, in their dreams. God, you have more and we don't want it for ourselves. We're not going to hoard it. We don't want to just focus on being personally blessed. We want to be a blessing. So Lord, I speak to every person listening to me, God, that you would make them influencers. Come on, family, receive this right now. God, I ask you to drop a vision inside of every person that they know they can use their life for something that impacts other people's lives. God, give them a vision. I pray like Paul prayed, that they may know the hope to which they are called, that they find that vision. Even today, through the growth track, Lord, I pray that it impacts people. And Lord, we, we're not going to be able to do this unless you come with us. So we don't want to do anything unless you go with us. And I'm asking you, Lord, let us not go places you never intended for us to go. We want to walk with you as a church. We need your presence. And this we desire more than anything is that you just go with us. And God, I think about our children going into this crazy world. Please, God, let your presence surround them every moment of every day. We need your presence, God, and we know that we have an enemy that attacks us on every side. And you've, you've given us the name, the name of Jesus. You've given us the power of the blood. You've given us the authority in your word. There's no weapon. We've got this as a weapon against the enemy. And if God be for us, who can be against us? We're walking in victory today in Jesus' name. And thank you, Father, for the simple prayer. And I pray that it impacts every person's life, that we will never be the same. Thank you for joining us during this episode of Living Life with Dr. Theo and Bev Volmerans. We hope that through this inspired teaching, you had an encounter with God. If you enjoy the teaching ministry of Apostle Theo and Dr. Bev Volmerans and would like to enjoy more resources, we hope you will visit our website at www.christianfamilychurch.co.za or for our American listeners, www.christianfamilychurchsa.com. Thank you.